Welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we're talking about some mother effing snakes on a mother effing plane. Oh my god, this movie was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Do not rewatch this movie unless you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Luckily, <laughs> we know a lot about snakes. Yep. So I didn't really have to pay attention to the movie other than the ridiculous part. Yeah, I gave up about halfway through and started working and watching at the same time because I was like, I do not need to be paying this close attention to the plot. No, no. <laughs> the plot is bad. Um, yeah, it, it was rough. It was like, I knew it was going to be ridiculous, but I yeah. didn't think it was actually going to be yeah, Bad. it's like bordering on B-movie, which makes me wonder Not... how Sam Jackson is in it. He just, he was half decent in it. Honestly, like, it wasn't even as fun as a B-movie usually yeah. is. Like, it was actively boring in some parts. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Yeah, the B-movie yeah. part I was thinking was more like the naked the people. Oh, um, yes. And, like, all of the, like over-the-top gore of, like, snakes coming out of people's mouths and being all, like, swollen and stuff. And I'm like, you guys, like... Yeah, the 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 breasts and other yeah. um, oh, body and the, parts the, getting yeah. bitten mm-hmm. by snakes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gross. But, um, but yeah, no, like, there was those parts were ridiculous, but in between it was quite dull. It, was it took so forever dull. to get started. Yeah, it really did. Um, yeah. 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 Like they literally went through the safety procedures on a plane. Yeah. And I'm like, but I've seen that before when I'm actually on a plane, and even then I don't really pay attention. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was interesting. But there was yes. some good Vancouver sightings and yes. some like fun I don't know about cameos, but like different random people in it. Like Taylor Kitsch is randomly in it. Yeah. Did you know I went to high school with him? I did because you told me that before. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, do you also, want to talk a bit about the production of the movie? Yeah, I wanted oh, to talk okay. about um, one other quick cameo, and then I'll mention the the other cameo as well. Um, <laughs> the guy from Breaker High. Did oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, did. <laughs> I was watching something, and the girl from Breaker High was in it. Oh, Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course it was Shit's Creek. What else do I watch? Of course it was. Days? Yeah. Um, so that was funny, and I was just felt bad for him, and I'm like, oh, poor guy from Breaker High. You got this job, and your friend is Ryan Gosling. Meh, <laughs> it's yeah. too bad for you. Um, anyway, Snakes on a Plane came out in 2006, and it stars Samuel L. Jackson for some reason. I think maybe he was bored? And then they're like, we really liked you in this movie. How about you go ahead and star in 22 movies called The Marvel Cinematic cinematic universe <laughs> basically and he's like okay good now i have something to do with my big black leather coat yeah. um and it also stars juliana margulies which is weird um, it was random but like she was actually kind of decent she was she was good she's just like i'm done being a nurse i'm not i'm not a lawyer yet well be a flight attendant for a little while sure yeah i don't really think i've seen her in many movies so yeah was, i don't yeah, think so good. either she definitely wasn't in movies while she was on er so yeah she might have done some random rom-coms some, there. yeah maybe anyway um the other people are not really notable there's a couple of people that are like 
familiar and I had to look them up as just like generic blonde oh, woman. Um, yeah. And then um, the, the guy who lands the plane. Oh yeah, the guy who lands is... the plane is um Keenan Thompson, who's on Saturday Night Live and was also a mighty duck. Yes. Um and the co pilot is the mm. guy who plays Todd Packer in the office. Oh. American version. Um and he plays a horny douchebag in this movie. And so basically, that's what he plays. He's also in Anchorman. And also, the the cop, the FBI guy who's on the ground is Bobby Cannavale. Yes, who's in all sorts of things. He was in a cop show at some point. I forget which one. Yeah. I think he was also on Will and Grace for a while. Oh, yeah, he was. He's been in lots of random things. Anyway, he's in lots of random things. You know who he is. And then the, the guy, the little kid who's not little, the little 20-year-old, mm. um who's supposed to be the witness is nobody yeah so and then playing the role of lax is vancouver airport (laughs) yes but before even before we get to that we see um this kid whose name i don't care is um he's riding his motorcycle alone drinking his (laughs) red bull and then he sees um mobsters killing a guy and my first question is are there train tracks in Hawaii? That was my confusion. I think that there it's like um, a local train or like okay. a, a train that like brings crops down from the hill. I'm not really okay. sure. It was odd. It was odd. And so then somehow they find him. And I there's literally never talked about how they do that. Um, but that's not important. The important thing is he's watching the TV and they're like, we're reporting on this news. And I'm Mi Jung Lee, which is only funny <laughs> if you're live here because she's a local yeah. news newscaster and they didn't even change her name <laughs> yeah no she got to play herself yeah um. but in hawaii <laughs> and then they run and do a big chase and i'm like sure are a lot of pine trees in this hawaii <laughs> some of it was definitely in somewhere tropical maybe not yes. maybe hawaii i don't know but yeah maybe. a lot of it was like um yeah although yeah. <laughs> if the sun comes out and timing works out i'll go down to the beach and you guys can see a picture of our palm trees we do have we palm do have trees here. Sometimes they're covered in snow and it's sad. <laughs> and they put Christmas lights on them. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the whole movie I think was shot here except like the some a little bit of location stuff in Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, most of it's on a, on on a airplane big, set. So. Oh. Which actually, uh, that might not have been in Vancouver. That might have been in LA. I don't know if we have a big airplane set here. I have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised, but I also they don't built know. Because yeah. apparently they wanted to put a lot of money into this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of sponsorships in it, including Purell. Oh, Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the funny part is, like, the super famous line they added afterwards after people, like, parodied the name of the movie. Mm. And then they're like, oh, we missed an opportunity. And they, like, yeah. reshot it and added that line in. Yeah, but it was, it's super in a weird spot, like, near the yeah. end of the movie. Um, but one thing I do remember about the title is mm-hmm. we were working and our friend Neil mm-hmm. uh, kept talking about, at lunch, kept talking about all the sequels, which were going to be, like, Snake's... Um, in a crane and snakes <laughs> in the rain and snakes yeah. down the lane, which was the rom com. <laughs> <laughs> snakes on a train. <laughs> and so, obviously, it's so ridiculous because I remember it 14 years later. Yeah, when this movie came out, I was working at the Science Museum in Vancouver and we used to do every summer for our staff party, various people would put together like um, clip, like skits and stuff. And basically, it was like, 
silly, low production value skits based on inside jokes and current events and etc. And we worked with this guy who's like the sweetest guy. Um, he worked in housekeeping and his English was... He was shy about his English. I don't think he was really shy, but he was really, really shy about his English. And so everybody thought he was super quiet, super sweet guy. And we had snakes that worked there. And um, this guy's name was Tane. So <laughs> there was a snakes on a Tane. <laughs> and it was really cute. And he was so nervous about it because he had like Aww. two lines. And everybody was so proud of him for like, you know, public speaking, basically. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I miss those guys. <laughs> Good job, movie, for keeping us entertained for so long. So long. Um, so basically, the mobster guy wants to kill the kid, and he decides to do that by putting a ridiculous amount of snakes on this plane. Yes. With pheromones sprayed on the lays that they... First of all, they got laid... Well, they got on the plane leaving Hawaii, and then there was a bunch of lays on the plane... To go to L.A.? I think the lays on the plane were either for people getting on the plane to go back to Hawaii, or also they were just orchids for, like, flower shops and stuff. I don't think they were all lays. Okay, it was very confusing. Um, But that was his master plan. Yeah. And it happened really fast, like, the getting the snakes, flying yeah. them to Hawaii, getting them on the plane. How, why, why, like... Yeah, this seems exactly. Like the plane should have been coming from, like, Australia or somewhere that already had snakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, how did you get the snakes to Hawaii? So you had to bring the snakes to Hawaii, smuggle them all in, because it's hard to ship large quantities of snakes. And then, yeah, it was very strange. It was very strange. And there were so many different ways you could have killed this kid. Like, yeah. Like, after he left the airport, I'm sure he, they would have put him at a hotel. You, why don't you put snakes in a hotel? Is it because it doesn't rhyme? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so I was really distracted by the plot and... Um, and stuff like that, but... But then, after about 45 minutes, you realize the plot doesn't matter, and it's all a setup for ridiculous gags of yeah. snakes biting women's nipples and uh -huh. other body parts. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Just it, so ridiculous. But so whatever. Ridiculous. And a lot of screaming and running around on this giant plane. Oh my god. It's a full two-story plane. First of all, it's not that long a flight. It's like a five-hour flight. Not yeah. Even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe five hours. It's five from here to Hawaii, so it's not that much different. No. Um, yeah, huge, giant, fancy plane. Yeah, and also only four flight attendants for this a plane that size? Like, that, that doesn't was, seem yeah. right. There, no, there would be, like, for a two-story plane, there'd be four flight attendants just for first class, at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there would have been, like, a dozen flight attendants. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it was crazy. There's, you know, the gratuitous, like, you're on an airplane, so of course there's an explosive decompression scene. Of course. That's how it works. Some things in here don't react well to bullets. Actually, I, I'll put a link in the show notes to it, but there's a Mythbusters video, like just a short one from a while ago, and they talked about explosive decompression. And yes, there would be a small explosion next to where the, the hole in the plane happens, and the person sitting beside that would get sucked out, and the person maybe sitting beside them would get sucked out. And then the pressure would kind of equalize and that would be it. Well, because at that point, the pressure does equalize at some point because they even out the plane, which doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> They're like, oh, the pressure's fine. We don't have to worry anymore. Yeah, like, of course, it's going to equalize eventually. Um, basically, like, yeah, when they shot a hole in the side of this test plane, like, this, the person sitting next to it got sucked out. It was a the crash test dummy. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the seat beside that was a bit like askew and then everything else on the plane was completely untouched 
Yeah. So, anyways, you can check that video out. It, yeah, because that's what I would assume. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're no. here to talk about snakes. Thanks. So I'm going to turn most of this over to my snake expert friend. Um, uh, go for I'm it. I'm not a snake expert. Um, <laughs> but I have worked with a lot of different kinds of snakes over the years. Um, I like snakes. Lindsay, are you like a... Because I know some people are like... I would consider to irrationally afraid of snakes. But are you like nervous around snakes? Or? Nope, not at all. Nope. Okay. Snakes cool. don't bother me because I understand yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I understand what the... What the what how they would attack i was afraid of sea snakes when i was mm. in shark bay because they do kill you super fast and yeah. could sneak up on you but also if you made a lot of noise when you were in the water they wouldn't go near you yeah so, yeah yeah okay. so most like most animals that are dangerous if you make a lot of noise they won't go near you you got to watch out for like the rock the um blue ring octopuses and the rock rockfish not for fish stonefish because they're just on the bottom of the ocean and they don't pay attention and then boom, you're dead. So, yeah. Australia. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I was definitely nervous about sea snakes in Australia. But otherwise, like, yeah, there was lots of signs about, like, various snakes and whatever. It's like, well, if you're in Australia, maybe, like, don't go, like, rubbing mm-hmm. through bushes where you can't see the, where you're Exactly. It was the same thing with the spiders of, like, yeah. okay, there might be a spider behind the toilet. Okay, well, that's why you have lights. Look- before you reach, yeah. Yeah. Um, so only about a quarter of all snakes are venomous, and I guess we should introduce our terms. Yes, because they're used entirely wrong, except for the snake scientist at the end. He does say it. So good job, but snake scientist. But they went looking for a poisonous snake expert. Um, yes, I know. So yes, poison versus venom. Poison affects, so they, they are both toxins, poisons and venoms or classes of toxins, or groups of toxins. Poisons are toxic by ingesting them. So, like, a poisonous apple, or um, what's the one that the little old ladies use in Agatha Christie novels? Arsenic and old lace? That's not Agatha Christie, but, you know, same thing. Uh, yeah, arsenic. Arsenic is a poison. You eat it. Um, poisons can get into your body in other ways, but ingesting. Venomous is animals that inject their toxin into your bloodstream, i.e. a snake bite. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, I think Lindsay is going to share a great comic, and it's like, a venomous snake is when the snake bites you. A poisonous snake is when you bite the snake. Exactly. Snakes yes. are not poisonous. BT dubs. Um, <laughs> so, um, how actually deadly are snakes? So, snakes bite quite a lot of people. Uh, I'm looking at everybody's favorite WHO uh, website about this. <laughs> um, about five and a half million people are bitten by snakes every year, and about... 2.7 million of those are envenomings, so bites where venom was injected. Um, and around between 81 and 138,000 people die every year because of snake bites. Um, and three times that result in amputations and other permanent disabilities. This doesn't, um, this number includes both bites by venomous snakes, like where the death and the injury comes from the venom, but also non venomous bites, which can be just a, a venomous snake that bites and doesn't inject venom. Mm-hmm. Or a non-venomous snake, and then it can lead to uh, serious infection because animal bites cause infections. So most of the people who are affected by this are agricultural workers, especially in third world countries, and um, children. Um, children get more serious effects because their body mass is smaller, so the same amount of venom goes in and affects the child more strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like it is a big problem, but it's also not like a 
problem unless you live and are working or mm-hmm. like exposed to venomous snakes. Like, yes, even here in British Columbia, we do have venomous snakes. We have rattlesnakes, but it's pretty rare that even anybody gets bitten by a rattlesnake. Um, uh, what did I see? In the United States, which stats are probably pretty similar for Canada, more than 40% of people bitten by snake have intentionally put themselves in harm's way by attempting to capture wild snakes or carelessly handling their dangerous pet. And then 40% of those people who have been bitten by snakes um, had a blood alcohol level of 0.1% or more. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly not the snake's fault when people get bit. Yeah, and it's one of those things. And, like, I've tried, I think with snakes, I just had this conversation with my friend who saw a dragonfly and freaked out. Mm. Um, Your fear of animals is like it is irrational like i know it's real for you but i think at some points if you um think about the reasoning behind it it could help i don't know i'm very biased because i'm not afraid of animals um i respect animals and the power that they have but i know looking at a snake in an aquarium there's zero harm so yeah like i have family members who are like i would say phobic of snakes like Mm -hmm. like clinically phobic not like yeah yeah like can't handle like the thought of me working with a snake Mm -hmm. like and if i came home from work and would talk about snakes i have family members that like couldn't handle that conversation Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because of all the different stats and stuff with other animals and there's so many Mm -hmm. more dangerous animals that people don't find to be like a phobic kind yeah. of animal it's just the way that they slither i guess i don't know i don't know i don't know um, like i think it's good to have a healthy fear of snakes if you're in an environment yes and by I, fear, agree. I mean like like avoidance respect yeah <laughs> avoidance respect. and respect yeah and like um, understanding yeah yeah i just shared this stat on the whale tales podcast that came out last week and it has nothing to do with snakes but i'm just gonna say it again because it's my favorite stat in the whole wide world most of the in most years that are don't involve global pandemics <laughs> Um, more people are bitten by people in Times Square than are bitten by sharks. So we'll just leave that perspective and also, um, look forward to hearing that again when we do our next Shark Week episode. (laughs) Love that stat so much. It's great. It's great. Um, okay. In this movie, I think they're meant to all be venomous snakes, but there is a really, I think, oh, oh, it's the like rich asshole who doesn't like being forced to sit in coach mm-hmm. that gets um, constricted constricted and then eaten and like I don't know what kind of snake that is because I'm not very good at identifying snakes but the, that was definitely how a constrictor would eat yeah it a was sized correct but this is that is at the point where I started to ask snakes don't eat that much like you feed a snake a mm. mouse and then it is just lying there for like at least three days yeah, so like a full-grown snake, depending on the size of the snake, so like a full-grown snake that's like five centimeters across, two inches across, and like, I don't know, like a couple feet long, like your typical sort of like small but not tiny snake, probably gets fed every two weeks most of the time once mm-hmm. they're full-grown. Um, yeah, and they're, they'd be getting, like a snake that size would get like a large mouse or a small rat at the most that would Mm -hmm. be like and once every two weeks and then yeah like right after they get that food they're like right before they eat they're like yeah they know it's time to eat Mm -hmm. and then and then they're um, very lethargic and then they're like pretty lethargic because they are cold-blooded so they rely on the heat around them to like help them digest their food so they like basically sit with um like lots of them need like a good amount of heat to help them digest and like have enough activity 
um, in their metabolism and like run their metabolism basically. Um, yeah. And then like a larger snake. So I um, have looked after uh, green anacondas, which are very large snakes and we would feed them mm, every six weeks or so. I don't know. They were, I like, I would help look after them. I wasn't the primary person on that. So I wasn't coming up with a schedule. It was like, Hey, can you help with the anaconda feed tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It was basically my involvement, but it, yeah, it was like six to eight weeks and they would get something larger, but not massive. Like yeah. Like rabbit. Yeah. Not um, a human, not a human. No. So, but so anaconda sized snakes, um, can and do in the wild eat deer, other like larger, larger mammals, um, but that could do them for several months. Yeah, definitely. And like we only see the constrictor eat the one guy. Like the constrictor mm-hmm. shows up at the end. He's like a surprise. Oh, you thought you were done with all yeah. these snakes. Um, but the other ones, the venomous ones who are attacking constantly because of the pheromones, um, we don't really see them eat people. Um, no, because they wouldn't, because they're just biting them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like in the trivia, it says that most of them are CG because the real snakes didn't move around that much because real yeah. snakes don't move around that much. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> snakes yeah. like most animals are pretty lazy. Like they'll move when they need to move. Yeah, um, and they'll move to explore. So like they probably would be like, oh, check it out, a cool set, and like the lights would be warm and that would mm-hmm. be cool, and so they'd move around a little bit and then explore the set, and that's your first take, and then that was probably it. Yeah, and then like. Yeah, like, rear up and hiss, like, mm-hmm. the dinosaur in Jurassic Park? No. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not so gonna like, happen. I'm not, I've only worked with one species of venomous snake, and they are very, they were very chill, very small snakes. They're, like, vine, vine snakes, so they're basically, like, the full-grown, they're the width of, like, your, um, your pointer finger. Hmm. And when so I the at, like, graded white ones? No, the fully green ones, um, next to the Cayman exhibit. I don't know, you would have probably didn't see them. Yeah, the green, in- right by the exit. Like yeah. The, yeah, they're yeah. Green. They're all green. Yeah. And they have a little turned up nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah you would have, like, after you worked there. Yeah. We had them. Yeah, and, like, when I looked after them, they were even smaller. Like, they were narrower than a pencil. And so, yes, technically venomous, but also very chill. Yeah. Yeah, they never, like, struck at anything other than their food. <laughs> and even that was a challenge sometimes to get them to strike at their food. Like, all of this, every time we talk about an animal, a ridiculous animal movie, it's... Um, normal animals it's all about the energy that it takes in the mm-hmm. metabolism and also and what they're going to get in return so um, a normal venomous snake would rear and attack and use that energy to get its food and then be like okay now I have to do this for two weeks or whatever yeah. um, and that's how my balance goes that's how I mm-hmm. that's how my body do yeah so and like these super yeah. yeah like creatures of habit so yeah. i have been bitten once by a snake by a corn snake which is like a super pretty small um pretty pretty also snake. yeah they're really they come in lots of different color morphs they're a pretty common pet which is i think we had them not on exhibit that was like an educational animal actually when i worked at the science museum these were the snakes that we used on snakes of the tain um and <laughs> i was doing a feed and the snake knew it was time for feeding because i had all the stuff that was there and they probably could smell their food item and I um in the exact spot that I would have gone to I realized that there was something blocking the lid um and the lid was a little bit open and so I put my hand where it was expecting food and it struck at my hand and like scratched my hand like it wasn't even didn't even clamp down because I saw it was coming Mm -hmm. because they strike really predictably so I pulled my hand away and got scratched by a scratched by a snake tooth I mean I had to go get it checked out the most painful part was the paperwork (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, yeah, 
well, actually, <laughs> the most painful part was, like, because there were visitors around um, who saw it, and they were, like, all freaking out if I was yeah. okay. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to feed the snake, and then I'll deal with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I did, like, I didn't have to go to the doctor or anything, but I had to get, like, anti, like, antibacterial, like, things, cleaning and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, like it. I don't know. I know friends who've been more seriously injured getting bitten by like a penguin. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> they like, me too. Welt on their. That's because we have the same friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same friends. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. So the other big thing is um time to mortality. Like the mm. issue with this movie is like, tons of adults die, and some of them die super fast. Like the people who were having sex. We're, oh, like, yeah. full rigor mortis, like, all of the words that you would use if you were watching CSI kind of thing. Like, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, first of all, this plane is cold because it's mm-hmm. a plane. So that definitely affects things. All of the knowledge I've ever learned from the uh, autopsy guy on CSI is coming in handy now. Um, and also, that doesn't happen that fast. <laughs> There's yeah, no way. Yeah, no, like, some of them definitely was, like, they got bitten and then as soon as the snake let go, the person was passed out and dead. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And weird. then they were like. And then. Bloated and like had horrible gross. Like. Um, yeah. Which that is true. Because of the and... toxin. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. And then yeah. The, the kid who's probably like eight or ten. I don't know. Um, gets bitten and like doesn't die. Which is great. It's you know. Obviously well he gets the, the, kid. the olive oil venom woman snake. Okay, well, let's talk about how to treat a snake bite. Not like that. Well, okay, there's it's complicated. So some venoms affect like the local area where the snake bit you, and some mm-hmm. venoms are things like neurotoxins, and um, that like gets into your bloodstream, and then it like needs to sort of travel throughout your bloodstream and affects your whole body. So in ones where it affects the localized area, basically you need an antivenom or potentially like amputation or sometimes they just like heal on their own like not all snake venoms are deadly mm-hmm. um neurotoxic snakes um the like one sort of it's not really a treatment but it's a buys you time to get to the antivenom is basically pressure mobilization so they wrap the area in a tight elastic bandage to try to contain the neurotoxic venom near the bite keeps it from getting into the bloodstream um but basically you need an antivenom to actually treat it um there's tons of outmoded ones in this one this like brazilian woman cuts open the kid's arm where he got bit swishes oil in her mouth and then sucks the venom out um yeah so cutting open a bit cutting open the bitten area can cause further damage increase the risk of infection um basically not great and then sucking it out uh here what does it say suction started after three minutes removes a clinically insignificant quantity less than one one thousandth of the venom injected yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, that's how venom works. Mm-hmm. That's how it's and designed. Then, yeah, in a study with pigs, suction uh, caused no improvement, but actually led to necrosis or tissue death in the suctioned area, so, like, made it worse. Um, and also the helper might release bacteria into the person's wound, leading to even more infection. Mm-hmm. Yay, infections! Nobody ever dies of infections in animal horror movies, because that's not sexy. Yeah, and then in some places, like... People have, like, in remote situations, like, worst case scenario, they've put a tourniquet onto a bitten limb, completely shutting off the blood flow to the area, and then by the time they got to the appropriate medical facility, the limb had to be amputated, not because of the yeah. snake bite, but because of the, the tourniquet the, was the tourniquet bad. was too yeah. tight. Yeah, so, 
basically, if you're going somewhere with snakes or like when we when I worked with venomous snakes, like we had antivenom and mm-hmm. poison control and all that stuff on. Um, antivenom can be broad. Like there are some broad antivenoms, which are common in or polyvalent is what they call them um, for like North American snakes. Um, there's a lot of them. But then uh, Kate, there are also specific ones. Basically, you need to see a doctor or a poison control or a like snake expert who actually knows what they're doing, not a yes. random person on an airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shockingly. Shockingly. <laughs> Um, yeah so yeah learn and be mm-hmm. aware and don't be dumb yeah. yeah do you have a favorite kind of snake um i don't know i like cobras and constrictors just because they're cool <laughs> i like that britney spears snake oh yeah that's that a, was... it's a um it's about that's a boa constrictor I yeah think. but like a, a like a color morph of a boa constrictor i don't know like the sea snakes were really pretty they when you beautiful. looked at them from the boat, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. Like I don't, I don't have a fear of snakes, but I don't know a lot about snakes. So mm-hmm. I like to look at them and go, "That's nice," but I don't know <laughs> their names. Yeah. So. Um, yes, I I like yeah constrictors. I would prefer like I generally prefer constrictors over um, venomous snakes just because I think you can like work with them more yeah, hang easily. out with them more um yeah so um i used to look after ball pythons which are an african species of constrictor snake and they're so scary when they are scared they roll up into a ball oh no um, <laughs> they're really cute really cute i'll see if i can find a picture of me with one because i yeah, have a yeah. bunch of them yeah yeah because those were um those yeah, are the we ones had them that as... really enjoyed yeah we were um they were educational snakes and like i mean i know they were just like we so we would bring them out for public programs to help like reduce fear of snakes, but also we would just do general handling with them to like get them used to unfamiliar situations and stuff. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it really training, but like desensitizing them to like yeah. unfamiliar people, um, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that was always fun. Yeah, because who doesn't yeah, like walking around fun. your job with a snake around you? Not around in arms. Yeah, so like we did have pretty strict protocols about like not letting the snake get around you. If yes, it was a because constrictor snakes. And we also like we had I was saying we had um anacondas and we had a boa constrictor. Um yeah, so like we definitely had like strict protocols, but like and doing some stuff like medical treatments and stuff on them where we had to um anesthetize a large snake is always a little bit um stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and or like having to move an uncooperative very large snake is Yeah. Uh, team effort Mm -hmm. and that's more to do with the size and the weight and the yeah inability and like like the length of the the animal like you need we would need four to five people carrying one snake not because it's a snake it's because it's a big long thing that is hard to move with a with a strong mouth (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and strong every like every part of their body yeah and obviously like you know exhibits are built to look like exhibits and not Mm -hmm. um medical yeah. facilities anyway, yeah so like access and stuff is always a little bit tricky and and you know usually when you're having to move an uncooperative snake it's because you're trying to deal with some sort of other emergency whether it was like a life support emergency in terms of like the exhibit was leaking or mm-hmm. a medical situation with that animal so yeah there's so usually other stresses involved not exactly specifically the snake yeah it wasn't like hey yeah. it's sunday let's move the snake it would be fun yeah like we never did it just just for just for the sake of doing it yeah um yeah. Yeah, good times. Large snakes. Snakes! Things I both miss and don't miss? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I miss Samuel Jackson. <laughs> he, 
He was he like he was good in this movie. He was good in it. I liked him. He's, he was exactly was just be himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that most of like I knew that most of the snake stuff was CG. Like it was it would be pretty obvious once you saw it. But like and obviously all the snakes biting people were CG, but like I'm glad that they just ended up doing CG rather than like getting like harassing like, the snakes. Yeah, or like trying to, you know, train or cajole the snakes into doing what they wanted them to do. Like mm-hmm. good for them on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think that's all we can talk about, because we talked about the snakes, (laughs) and we talked about the plane, and that is the plot. And we didn't talk about the flowers on the orchids, because, yeah, sorry, we're not flower people. (laughs) No, we're not. And the pheromone thing was weird, and... Oh, yeah, the pheromone thing was BS, in case you haven't figured that out. Like, mating pheromones, like, yes, snakes can become aggressive when when they, like, want to mate, but, like, also, there was, like at least 10 different species of snakes they're not all going to have the same the same pheromones yeah (laughs) fyi because they were like in different snakes there was no no snakes mating exactly snakes mating i I thought that was going to happen yeah i know like like, what's more fun than watching snakes mate come on it is pretty cool because they like curl up their tails next to each other yeah um yeah and press their cloacas against each other Aww. times yeah so lovely much better than watching Taylor Kitts do it in a bathroom. If you want to check us out or see what we've got coming up in the world of snakes and other fun biology and terrible movies, you can follow us on social media at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or check us out at naturefindsapod.com. We will be back in two weeks with a not terrible movie and a special guest, Lilo Yay. and Stitch. Yay! <laughs> Lilo and Stitch are our special guests. Yeah, that's true. It's be very. We, we paid a lot of money for those guys. <laughs> Bye. Talk Bye. to you next time.